Welcome to episode 16 of Spiritual Fortitude with Dr. Angela Kennel. I am your ambassador of grace. It is a pleasure to be here once again with you, our listeners. I am truly, truly um, just moved. And uh, that song uh, that, that we play at the beginning is You're Amazing by Ricky Dillard and New Generation. Um, I am just... Uh, if, if he's never showed me how amazing he is, he did this week. And before I even go further than that, I, I had a talk with God about spiritual fortitude. And, of course, you know, those of you that are familiar with the show, you know that this is his podcast first, first and foremost. And I am grateful for him appointing me to carry out um, the, the, the appointment of, of doing this uh, twice a month, praise God. And uh, I owed him an apology. I said, God, I'm sorry. Because I've always ended the show in prayer. But why haven't I started the show Amen. in prayer? And I was convicted of that. And, uh, and, I, and I had to apologize to him. So uh, let's go, to go before God in prayer before, before we start the episode. Father God, thank you so much for yet another day. Thank you so much for bringing us safely here to the studio of 102.6, The Situation. Father God, thank you so much for bringing this podcast to fruition. Lord, it is all for the glory of you. I pray that it is touching lives, even if it's just one, Lord. That is more than enough. And I just want to give you thanks. Thank you so much for covering our families and our friends, Lord. I, I just... Uh, I can never say thank you enough for who you are and for what you've done. And, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for the finished works. Because of you, 
I can proclaim and the rest of the body of Christ can proclaim that we are champions. We are winners. We are victors and not victims. We are above and not below. We are the head and not the tail. And it's because of you that we can walk in victory each and every day. So, Lord, thank you so much for just all that you are. And we give you glory and honor for Dr. Wanda Hudson and this book that she has written, Lord. May it change lives on top of lives, mm. on top of lives for generations to come. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So, um, I want to dedicate this episode to two women. Two women right now. Number one, my mother, Mrs. Stella W. Kennel. On Tuesday, um, October 5th was four years um, towards her transition. Um, that day was very hard for not only myself, but my brother, my father, and my family. And there were numerous calls and text messages that came through, which I'm eternally grateful for. But it was two people. And... I don't want to mention their names because I, I I I know that they would be like you didn't have to do that so I and I, I know that they would and I just want if they're listening today I just want you to know that I am so grateful for how the both of you helped me up because I was drowning and God sent you to me the both of you He sent you to me and I will be forever grateful for that and I. And I just pray blessings on top of blessings on top of blessings to the both of you and ask God to continue to cover you in everything you ask or think you might want in life. Mm. I mm. thank you for that. I also want to dedicate this episode to Mrs. Barbara M. Carter, Wanda's mother. Wanda and I, um, I'm not going to say lost because we know where they are. Amen. We know Amen. where they live. We know where they're residing right now. Yeah. We didn't lose them. But they transitioned within weeks of each other. Six. Six weeks. Mm -hmm. And Lord, I, um, it, we were already bonded together as sisters in Christ. But experiencing that brought us closer. And I am just grateful for my guest today, Dr. Wanda Hudson. She is no... Um, she's, she's really not a guest. She's really family now <laughs> to the show. Um, this is her third appearance and, um, I'm just, uh, so grateful to her. Yes. Every time it was like, okay. <laughs> so just to refresh your memory listeners of who she is, Dr. Wanda Elaine Hudson received her doctorate of divinity from the international school of ministry in May, 2019 ordained with the fivefold ministry gift as pastor in 2018, Dr. Wanda Hudson contends that she is an assistant at heart. Once described as a calming presence, her intention is to always make things, whether it's life, job, or ministry, run smoother for those she is assisting. Wanda is employed at the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency as a correspondence specialist. Prior to embarking on her environmental career, she worked with Cox Communications for 15 years. Dr. Hudson also served in the United States Army as a personnel record specialist for over seven years, mm -hmm. serving in Kansas, Germany, and Maryland. 
thank you for your service. <laughs> In June 2002, while hosting a fight party at her home, she met her future husband, my brother, Roger Hudson, Dr. Roger Hudson. Let me clean that up. Who is a member of World Changes Church International, and they married on um, the late Barbara M. Carter's birthday, which is August 3rd, 2002. Mm -hmm. Now, during a Sunday service in July 2002 is when she made the decision to accept Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior and join World Changers. Since graduating from the new members class in April 2003, she has served in the children's ministry, the first-time visitors team, and has been a part of the nursing home ministry since July 2003. After graduating from World Changers Bible School, Dr. Hudson started going to the city of Atlanta to hand out personal hygiene items to homeless women, and the seed for Cleansed by Faith was planted. Mm -hmm. That is her ministry. Wanda, Dr. Wanda, is also an aspiring author, and I'm going to take out that word aspiring <laughs> because she is definitely now an author with her first book, which we're going to discuss today, It's Too Hard to Be Saved. <laughs> and that's how you're supposed to read it. Who are you listening to? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she has ideas for her second book, which is about blended families. Did Carol Brady have it right? I can't wait to read that one. A native of York, Pennsylvania, Wanda currently resides in Fairburn, Georgia, with her husband, Dr. Roger Hudson, and they are the proud parents of 10 and the grandparents of 8. Welcome back to Spiritual Fortitude, Dr. Wanda Hudson. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, Thank you. Yes, man. <laughs> but we, we, you know, when we talked about this particular episode, we said, you know what? We're going to get down to the nitty gritty because there's so much to cover. And the first thing I want to know is how did the concept of this book come about? Because... When I say, and I'm not saying this because we're, you know, we're friends, we're sisters. Wanda, this is an awesome book. Thank you. It, Thank it you. really is. And it is scripturally based. Mm -hmm. um, everything you've said is backed up. Yes, ma'am. And, That's, you know, we, yeah. were, we were taught that mm -hmm. extensively. You yes. know, you got to back it up. So I, I truly am grateful, and I, let's let's just get started. So <laughs> how did the concept of your book come about? Um, it started off as being my dissertation, mm -hmm. and um, I was driving home one day. I was in my car, and our, our, our instructor had said, you know, we had to do this dissertation. And I was thinking about, um, you know, what I was going to write about. And so I'm in my car, and I usually listen to um, YouTube or now Pandora, um, but this particular day, I had turned on the radio, and the guy was said that he had been talking to a young lady who had just been born again, but she said, um, the life is too hard, you know, because she isn't perfect. Mm -hmm. And right then, God said, what would you say to her? Oh. Heard it clear as if he was wow. sitting in my, you know, <laughs> my passenger. And I told him what I was going to, I would say, you know, it's not too hard. Da, 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 you know, and I went on and explained what I was saying. He said, that's what I want you to write about. Wow. And at that moment, I knew that the title and everything, it's too hard to be saved. Who are you listening to? Because, yeah, if you're not listening to that word, it is going to be hard, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be. It, it is the most 
the best choice I've ever made Amen. in my 57 years. It is awesome. Amen. And it being born again brings you joy. Yes. You know, it, yes. it takes away stress mm -hmm. and it takes away um, choices of should I do this or should I do that? Because you know yeah. what's right. right. And, and you make right. that right choice because you want your father mm -hmm. to be proud of you yes, you know it's just absolutely. like when you're a child you know you want daddy to be proud of you mm -hmm. you want mommy to be proud of you mm -hmm. but you want to live that word because you know that's what he said but and i go into the book it's not hard it's not. if you try to have one foot in the world and one foot in, in that's hard in the word, that is hard. That's, hard that's the hard part and <laughs> e i mean it's like anything else when you're trying to put together your vcr when you're trying or run your vcr not put it together but <laughs> Well, I did try that, but that's another story. When, you, when you're trying to bake a cake, when you're trying anything, you have the instructions. You have the manual. Yes. It's easy. Yes. And that's what the word is. The Bible is your manual. Mm -hmm. You find that what you're trying to do or what you're looking up right there in that word. Mm -hmm. You have your instructions. So mm -hmm. it's not hard. You make it hard. Yes. You make it hard because you're trying to please people. We, ooh, okay. Girl, <laughs> you know how I feel about that and, people please and get free. And you're trying to stick to the way we've always did it. Yes. And you're trying to stick to what you heard, what you heard. and what, what you heard that the word said mm -hmm. and what somebody told you that the word said instead of reading that word for yourself. And you hit on that <laughs> in here about yes, living off of what you've been told yes. instead of learning for, you know, and understanding for yourself yes, what it really is. Mm -hmm. Because there are a lot of things. Ooh, you girl, know yes. that we've been taught that really wasn't from God, it was from man. Yes. And so we've had we're having to unlearn some things mm -hmm. and truly get an understanding of how Christ really wanted us yes. to believe mm -hmm. and the mindset he wanted us in. So the first thing I want you to talk about, Wanda, it Dr. Hudson. You know you can call me one. I know, but but no, no, you're a doctor Hudson here. Okay. But I the the one thing I want you to talk about is exactly what salvation is because you know there are people in the body of Christ that don't 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 know what that means, and they'll say the word but they don't really know what it means. So what is salvation? Salvation to me is simply turning your life over to Christ, mm. living as God wants you to live, yes. being born again renewing your mind to the things of God, accepting the Lord as your savior yes. and living that way that he chose for you to live, not living the way you want to live or living the way that the world says you should live, right. but to totally dedicate your life to living in God's word for his will for your life. Amen. And be so much happier mm -hmm. when you do, but that salvation is actually turning your life over back to God. Amen. And doing things the way he wants you to do. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, I I had to, you know, kind of look at some stuff. And I was <laughs> like, oh, I've got to allow her just to expound on some things. And the one thing that you did expound on that I like, that I really liked was um, it was about uh, being born again. Mm-hmm. And and you you gave this definition of what being born again is. Mm -hmm. What was it? Mm -hmm. It was you know a lot of 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 the if you look at the very beginning of each chapter, a uh -huh. lot of what being born again means and what 
um, I have in the book is what people said it means to them. Mm -hmm. That's why I think you're the very first one in the very first page. (laughs) I sure am. You were the very first one in the very first page. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. The meaning of being born again is spiritual renewal as a result of believing in and accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And that's what it is. Amen. And that's all it is. Amen. And then once you do that, and that's not hard. It's that's not, not hard at that's all. That's not going into the, the you don't even have to be in the building, sure as a matter of fact. Sure but that's don't. not, when I was going to church mm-hmm. or doing church, you know, um, <laughs> every once in a while I would go. Yeah. You know, before I joined War Changes, that's yeah. a whole other story too. <laughs> but I would do church. I would go to hear the music. And when the word came forth, I was in my own world, you know, writing up my grocery list or whatever. Uh-huh. But I've always felt back then that you're not really living for God unless you go up to the altar and cry. <laughs> you fall down, tears, tears, <laughs> not, you know, all that. I'm not feeling nothing or oh, whatever. But it's not about that. It's simply accepting the Lord as your savior accepting yes. jesus as your lord and savior yes. you can do that walking down the street I'm father sure god and i put a a a prayer each chapter ends I with a prayer love that. and at the end of the salvation i yes, do put a little prayer in there because it's is you don't have to write a dissertation to accept god as your lord and savior can, can i can i read that yes one? ma'am because <laughs> i did highlight that and i said i got i gotta make sure that we hit on that prayer salvation Mm -hmm. because every word of it, I was like, oh, man, okay. So this is the prayer salvation. Father God, I am sorry for my sins. Right now, I turn from sin and ask you to forgive me. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. Jesus, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving me and giving me eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen. That's as simple as that. Simple as that. And I love how you touched on being born again. Mm -hmm. It's like a caterpillar evolving into a butterfly. You are essentially evolving into a better you. And that was by Jordan. Jordan okay, I got I got to tap myself on the back. That Jordan was my son. <laughs> yeah. Well, I sent I sent out when I was doing my dissertation. Yes, that 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 man. I sent out an email and I asked different people yeah. to tell me what born again meant yeah. to them. And I got back some um some different type of replies and 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 I used them like I said at the beginning of every chapter. Yeah. That one was my son. Oh my god. <laughs> and I didn't use it simply because it was my son, but I thought that for the age group that he was, I think yes. he was 24 at that time, yes. for the age group that he was, that was that was very profound. It was. You know? Again, it does not have to be Mm-mm. a litany Mm-mm. of stuff. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Lord, forgive me. Mm-hmm. Please be my Savior. That is it. That is it. What, why do you think it's so hard for new believers to pray the prayer of salvation and then still find it difficult to live their life. Like, what needs to happen first? And we've talked about it before, but what needs to happen first? That mindset needs to change. Yes. I think why it's so hard 
is because a lot of times um, we look at people mm-hmm. and who are supposed to be, who are saved, mm-hmm. and we look at their lifestyle, whatever, but we automatically feel that once we're saved, and I, and I was one, mm-hmm. until you know it, yeah. you automatically feel that once you're saved, you're, again, supposed to be perfect. And but like I say in the book, you're not going to be perfect. Mm-mm. God's perfecting you. Yes. You have to renew your mind. Yes. You, you are, your spirit mm-hmm. is automatically brand new. Yes. You know, we are mind, body, and spirit. That's right. And your spirit is automatically renewed. Mm-hmm. Three parts. That's the only one. Mm-hmm. Your mind has to be renewed to the things of God. Yes. So let's say you're 21 mm-hmm. and, and you decide to be born again. Well, for 21 years, you've been, I mean, you may, you probably was a good person, whatever, whatever, but you were still doing the things in the world. It didn't make you a bad person. You just didn't know better. When you know better, you do better. Exactly. And so now when you're born again, it's aha. Mm-hmm. Now I got to, I get to, get to, get to start living my life this way yes you know and there's rules and regulations but we can have fun too yes we can yes <laughs> i love to laugh and knowing who i'm married to you oh, yes. know i you love to laugh, laugh. <laughs> i love to laugh i love to dance mm-hmm. you know i love to go to comedy because i love to go to the movies mm-hmm. the world and religion will have you believing you can't do that you can't wear makeup yes women can't wear and i do say something about that yes i have it on that page <laughs> Yes, Women I do. Can't wear makeup. They can't wear pants. You, there's mm-hmm. so many laws that religion tells you you can't do made up stuff. You can't do right that you forget all the stuff you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, you can speak with authority mm-hmm. over you and your family's Amen. health. You can speak with authority Amen. to tell that mountain to be removed. Amen. You can speak healing over your mind. Yes. You can do a lot of things. Yes. But religion is so based on trying to tell you what you can't do. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I can't. Why, why would I want to do that? Mm-hmm. And then... You have people who, again, you look at and and you feel, okay, well, they go to church. But just because they go to church. Say that. Don't mean they're living the life they're supposed to live. And you can't fault everybody. Mm -hmm. That's why you can only live for you and God. Don't try to emulate or copy what you see somebody else doing. Right. Because maybe that's what God told them to do. Maybe not. Every walk is different. Everybody's walk is different. Mm -hmm. And and you just cannot continue to be hurt and in bondage Mm -hmm. to what you thought Mm -hmm. the church life was supposed to. One thing I hate I, I, I can't say I hate, but one thing I dislike immensely mm-hmm. is when somebody says, and put us in quotes, the so-called Christian. You don't say the so-called Buddha. Nope. You don't say the so-called Catholic. Right. You don't say the so-called Muslim, mm-hmm. but you always say the so-called Christian. Why do you think they say that? Personally, I think because God has a plan for their life and they're allowing the enemy to keep them away from what God plans for them to do. That's what, yes, that's what I think. And you allowed church hurt or you allowed something that a person Mm -hmm. did to you, Mm -hmm. either inside the church or outside the church. You Mm -hmm. allow that to keep you away from what God has planned for you to do. Mm -hmm. Because if 
the enemy didn't see the potential in you that God has already put in you from the day you were born. Say that. He wouldn't, he wouldn't even care if you mm. would say, be a Christian or not. Right. But he already knows. He knows. He knows he, that he's lost. Mm-hmm. That's why he tries to keep people away from being born again. Amen. That's why he tries to make people feel it's hard Amen. to be born again. It's not. it's not. It's It's quite enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I've been here 20 years, and Amen. I would not change a day. I think the light, I was, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was looking in the mirror the other day. <laughs> and I said to myself, because uh, it's my birthday. Uh-huh. You know what I said? Right, happy belated Thank birthday, you. Well, Wanda. I know you always are busy on my birthday, so I don't even. Uh, uh. So yeah. I looked at myself. I was like, "Chick, fifty-seven look better than twenty-seven. Girl, yeah, you look good. Okay. You look good. <laughs> yeah, and that's not vanity. That's <laughs> right. not va- that's the grace. That's not being stressed out mm-hmm. about things mm-hmm. and people Amen. and and the things I used to do mm-hmm. or whatever. Because God tells you. Tell me what to remember about you. Yes, Lord. You know, tell me. I know you did all that. Mm -hmm. And nobody holds that against you but the enemy. Right. You know, everybody who wants to bring up your past, they being you. Mm -hmm. Because he says, he says, Mm -hmm. tell me what you want me to remember about you. Amen. I remember your sins no more. Come on. Come on. Right. Come on. And And as believers, often... We want to keep reminding ourselves, mm-hmm. allowing the enemy to whisper in your ear. Remember when you did that? Mm-hmm. You ain't no Christian. You ain't you no better than that person right, who's doing that now. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All no, right. You an accuser. Yeah. You a the loser. accuser of the brethren. Girl, I told say one time, I said, you so stupid. <laughs> I said, who who gets created and live up in heaven with God and think they going to do what he do? You so stupid. Who gets he to have it made? Get, yeah. How he you had it made. Who gets the big head and get kicked out right. of heaven forever? You so and took stupid. folks with it. And took folks yeah. with it. And the thing about it, and the so thing stupid. about it is now he's jealous of us. Exactly. Because we get to do what he had already had. Exactly. I ain't getting kicked out. Whatever you want, Lord, I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to take over. No. Nope, Just give nope. me my mansion and my cattle <laughs> on that hill. Everybody else can have that. But he went up in there thinking that he could take right. over because he knew who our God was. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. You right. Stupid. Too stupid. Idiot. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I so when he tries to remind me of my faults, I remind him of his. Yes. Dude, really? Really? Yes. Really? Okay. Remind him he lost. Exactly. Remind Loser. him he got put out the house. Loser. God's trying to invite everybody else in. Mm-hmm. He 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 does not want not one person not to be saved. Exactly. You got put out. Right. You know? Right. We it's our choice. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a choice anymore. Mm-hmm. So he wants you to come over there with them. Amen. That don't make you a bad person. It, it just doesn't. makes you wrong. And folks got to stop thinking when somebody tell them or, or you know, when they do something wrong. And if, if us, we're right. like letting the devil use them. <laughs> we ain't saying you the devil. Right. We just saying you letting him use by the way you thinking. Right. That goes against the word. Not saying you're a bad person. Exactly. It's just you going against what God's word says. Right. That's right. It's your choice. That's right. It's your choice, and you choosing. Because mm-hmm. we win. We do. We Every win. time. Every time. Every time. And I think if we just choose to continue to walk in victory and get the clear understanding that 
what Jesus did over 2,000 years ago on the cross set us free from so much that you don't have to worry. You don't have to walk in fear. You don't have to fret. Now, as 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 believers, we are strong mm-hmm. in the Lord. And yes, strong people get tired. Yes. But the one thing you don't want to turn loose is your faith. Yes. Yes. Hold on to it. We just learned about enduring faith. Oh, Jesus. You know, and about just staying in the presence of, of God. And that he is enough. 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 But you just hit on, you just hit on, on, on something and the thought will come back to me. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just so much we be talking. I know. <laughs> we go, vibing. I knew this would happen. Yeah. 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 But the one thing um that, that. I, I'm not gonna say I take pleasure in it, Doctor Hudson. I'm not gonna say, but <laughs> when I'm talking to individuals and I tell them I'm a minister, mm-hmm. and the first thing they say, "Ooh, I'm not religious." I say, "I'm not either." I'm not either. <laughs> and then when they look at me, you're not. No, I hate religion. Yes. What? Yes. You hate religion? Yes, I do. Because and it's bondage. They, yeah. It's and bondage. when they ask me why, I say, "Because." Religion does not come from God. Mm-mm. It was man-made. Yes, yes. It was man-made, and um, I'm I might have a listener too that does not clearly understand that, and you might disagree with me. Call us up. We'll talk to you. Yeah, do your homework mm-hmm. because a lot of things that religion has taught, just like you said, Wanda, it has kept the body of Christ in bondage in bondage in bondage and they can't be set free they can't live a life for Christ and and be safe mm-hmm. because they're set on rules and regulations that Jesus never set forth for you never. set you free from when he the took those he lashes did, and yeah. died on the cross mm-hmm. for you you were set free from so much and it's entirely not your fault that you believe in wrong, but it is your responsibility to get to the truth. It's got to transform that mind. Transform yeah, the gotcha. mind. Transform and, the and mind. And I mentioned that. It's a yes. process. It it's is. a process. You were asking why I think people think it's so hard. Because in this world, folks like to take that shortcut. Give me, give me the top five yes. ways yeah. to be born again. <laughs> give me the five steps. They want that microwave <laughs> stuff. The five steps on living for Jesus. <laughs> no. You got to read that word for yourself because what God gives me and what he gives you, it's going to be based on the same premise, the word, the truth. Yes. But how he tells you to get it, how he shows me to get it is, is, is totally two different ways. One thing I touch on is, um, reading the word for yourself. Yes, you do. Oh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I cannot, I can't, if I'm reading the Bible just to be reading it, Mm -hmm. I'm going to read a translation that's in English. That's mm-hmm. in, hey, girl, so-and-so-and-so, the way I talk. Right. You know, it might not say, hey, girl, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. I'm not going to King James it, mm-hmm. thus saith the Lord. Now, I do know people who that's all they are, King James. That's it. And that's fine. Right. If you're getting it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm studying, I will have the New Living Translation, the easy to read, easy to read, my friend, the, <laughs> <laughs> the NLT, mm-hmm. you know, and the King James. Yes. Because there's some things that I like to see in red that right. Jesus said, right. you know, I can read it. Yeah. But you just get that. Mm. Mm-hmm. And there's some actual scripture that you read 
from the King James Version that's more powerful to me yes. than when I read it in the other translations. Yes. But as long as these translations are correct, you read what you get the understanding out Absolutely. of. You're not bound Mm-mm. to the King James Version. Mm-mm, you're not. You know. You're not. And and the one thing that I do want to stress um, to believers, whether you knew or are seasoned, um, is to you know, when it comes to, to to changing that mindset, you might not change overnight. Most times we don't. Mm-mm. But if you read the word for yourself, in all thine getting, get, get understanding. understanding. So plant those seeds in your heart and allow them to grow and mature you with time. Mm-hmm. You know, and trust God and, and ask him to allow you to understand what you're reading. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there there are some that, that contest the other versions of the Bible. As long as it doesn't change the context, mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I I really love the Passion Translation oh now. My God, I love good. the that's Passion good. Translation. It was named just right, too. Beautiful. Oh. oh, my goodness. Beautiful. Whatever works for you. You know, I've, I've met you know, new believers, they're like, I just can't get that King James Version or the new King James Version. And like you said, one, we're not knocking that Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. But if the other versions allow you to understand God's word for yourself, then read then it. By all means, read it. Read yes, it. ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes. One, I, wanna, I want, uh, want you to touch on the law and on grace. Because <laughs> you touched on that in the book. You touched on that in the book. I was like, ooh, oh, yeah. Made, made, made some folks kind of mad. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. So hit, hit on that a little bit. Okay, the law, it, and it's basically the Old Testament versus the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a versus mm-hmm. because Jesus said, I didn't come to get rid of the law. Right. Basically, I came to enhance it. I came to fulfill it. Right. The law is back in the Old Testament were the rules and regulations that you had to live by. Yes. And and let me put in this right here. Uh-huh. That's another reason why believers find it hard to be saved because you're still trying to live by <laughs> those rules and those laws. Yes. And it's more than the Ten Commandments. There's over 600 rules and laws in the Old Testament. Yes. Can we follow every last one of those laws? Uh, uh, it ain't possible. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, you see folks talking about, uh, well, I don't eat this and I don't eat that. But you lie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't steal and I don't kill. But you gossip. Right. Or what's the one about you putting corn in a field mm-hmm. or, you, or in the same mm-hmm. field you planted? There's, mm-hmm. a, there's too many to follow. And yes. the folks couldn't follow. Them. Right. That's why every year they took the blood of the lamb and the blood of the goat and the blood of whatever and they went and they cleansed themselves mm-hmm. of of their sins. Right. Because that's what a sin is, mm-hmm. doing wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. one sin isn't no bigger or no less than other sin. Come on, people. Sin is sin. It's sin. Sin is sin. But then there's grace. There is and grace. grace isn't a what? Grace is a who. You, okay. you see that? You see that? It's right here. <laughs> black and white. I made sure. Grace is a who. And it's Jesus. Yes. So let me read this excerpt. (laughs) I'm so glad you hit on that because that was one of the pieces that I was like, okay, 
we have to talk about this. You said Jesus is the grace of God personified. Yes, ma'am. And through him, we are empowered to do and have things that we can't do or have in our own ability. Grace is not about what I must do for God to bless me. Grace is all about what he has done simply because he loves me. Oh, Jesus. Come on, folks. (sighs) Why wouldn't you want to live for the Lord? Who loves you that much. That much. And another thing I got to say is grace is not telling you you can just live anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. can, you can. The The Ten Commandments is actually the moral laws. Mm-hmm. You're it, right. It's things that you should morally yes. not do. Yes. You know, so even though we're under grace, mm-hmm. you still shouldn't morally kill them. <laughs> right. Make it <laughs> plain, Dr. Hudson. Make it plain. in the land. Yes. You morally should not sleep. With somebody that ain't your spouse. <laughs> okay, again. <laughs> you know, we talking. Make you it know, plain. Grace this. does not tell you that that's your husband when he's somebody else's husband. Right. But God already forgives you for those things. Amen. He knew you were going to do that. Amen. That's a step. He already knew what you was going to do. Mm-hmm. But grace when when you're living right and you're living by that word and you're covered by grace, you no longer want to do things that you used to do. Right. You know, like I said, have one foot in the world, have one foot in the word. Mm-hmm. When you're in grace, you boldly put both feet in the word because those things that are back in the world, you kind of look at them like, I used to do that. Mm-hmm. And then that grace is on you. Yes. You know, yes. Uh, uh, Sister Janice Moreland one time told me, I couldn't even believe when we were talking about things we used to do. And mm-hmm. she said, I said something about how I used to cuss. And she looked at me. And she's like, I can't even see that. That's that grace. I can't even. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. That's that grace. <laughs> That's that grace. He takes away stuff that you used to do and you did it routinely or normally, yeah. you know, or whatever. And you just instantly stop. You don't even want to do it right. anymore. I can't even, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fix I don't even want to say it. You, know, you don't even want to say it anymore. Right. You, you know, there's folks that smoke weed or do drugs and they go drink and they go to the Alcohol Anonymous. Or the, and, and I'm not knocking those things. Mm-hmm. But trust him. Absolutely. You don't even want to do those things anymore. I know a man who used to do drugs and once he got born again, never even picked them back up. Never even had the taste for them. They ain't been to an Alcohol Anonymous or uh, uh, drug anonymous, whatever it's called, but never did them again. That's grace. That's grace. That's grace. Mm-hmm. That's not thou shalt not. Right. You know. Right. That's grace. Right. Just um, uh, truly understanding uh, that gift. I can remember the day that I I really got it mm-hmm. when I really truly understood what grace was. And because of that, it made it easier for me mm-hmm. to walk in this journey as a woman of God, as a minister. And it also helped me to have grace with others. Yes. Because who am I? Who am I to hold a grudge? Yep. 
who am I to stay mad at you? They ain't doing nobody no good. It's Just actually hurting me. <laughs> <laughs> so when people make mistakes, and they will, and, and they, they will, do. and they you do, did. exactly, you will. exactly, you, we ain't perfect, exactly. And so you know, I've I had people say, well, I ain't you know you ain't, you ain't gotta you ain't gotta be no fool. No, you don't. Having grace for others, um, it doesn't does, make you it, a fool. It actually. Uh, shows who you truly are and that you're walking in the love of the Lord mm-hmm. um, when you uh, give grace to others. Now, you ain't got to fool with them people. That's the point. I talk about that too. <laughs> you ain't got to fool That's with them. the point. I have a quote in there from Gandhi mm-hmm. and he said um, something to the fact of it. it's stronger mm-hmm. Um, to forgive or it's more work it's it's easier to hold a grudge Mm -hmm. no it's harder Harder. to forgive be strong and and forgive or something like that but it's it's in the book if you buy it you can read it (laughs) (laughs) and then there was um you were talking about forgiveness Mm -hmm. i talk about that too and you know pastor always says pastor dollar of world changers church (laughs) he always says um or he sometimes said forgiveness is instant restoration takes a while and when yes. he said that the first time, that went whoop, it made straight sense. into my yeah, heart. Absolutely. Say, that, say it again, Wanda. He said, forgiveness is instant. Mm-hmm. Restoration takes a while. Amen. Because I'm commanded to forgive you. Mm-hmm. That don't mean we're going to go and hang out. Right. You know. Right. But there's a difference. See, when I'm still mad at you, that's an emotion. Mm-hmm. That's still a trigger. Right. And when I see you, I... Mm-hmm. stress up or I try to go the other way mm-hmm. or or there's there's still anger in my heart mm-hmm. so that's that's hurting me yes um but when I forgive you I let I let all that go and one of the things I say forgiveness is allowing yourself not to be hurt anymore mm-hmm. by that thing right or I'm sure I said it better right. than that but um when you forgive somebody that's instant but that don't mean we're hanging out at the mall. Right. And to me, that don't mean we sitting together and braiding each other hair, sipping tea, kumbaya. Right. I can love you from a distance. Absolutely. That just means when I see you coming, I don't automatically, Ugh. Mm-hmm. you know, I'm mm-hmm. still going to be, hey, how you doing? Right. But you ain't invited to the cookout. <laughs> You're just, I don't, I mean, and if you, if that, if that relationship means something to that person, you right. forget, you did your part, you forgave right. them. Right. But if that relationship means anything to them, they will try to restore it. Yes. If they do, fine. If they don't, fine. But sometimes you will learn, too, that when folks leave, let them. Mm-hmm. If you have peace with it, mm-hmm. that's how it should be. Right. That don't mean I don't love you. That don't mean, you know, we weren't cool at that season. Mm-hmm. You know, but sometimes... God has you going a different way, and everybody can't come. Right. You know, don't make them a bad person. Right. Don't make, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It just means you don't make you better right. than nobody. Exactly. It just, it, you're just different. You're just going on a different route. Going exactly. In, you know, but yeah. Exactly. One thing you were talking about earlier when I remember what it was, mm-hmm. and we were talking about the enemy, the devil, and how he got kicked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was saying he's the only one who tries to make you relive your mistakes. Mm-hmm. He sits here mm-hmm. if you allow him. If you allow it. And he wants to every time you're trying to do better, mm-hmm. every time you're trying to move forward, mm-hmm. but you. But yesterday you. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, but okay, now you think you all that, but yesterday you. Mm-hmm. It ain't yesterday, bro. It's today. Exactly. And I'm moving forward <laughs> from whatever it is I want to do. And being born again allows you to move forward mm-hmm. in the things of God. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Amen. One um, thing I want you to talk about, Wanda, that you did um, in here. The title of this paragraph is Grace is not a license to sin. Touch on that. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, and I had, I'm like, it's not a license. And that's what I was saying earlier. Because we're covered by grace, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you get to go back and live your life any old way you want to right you know it means you're forgiven true Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but if you are truly living the life that god has for you and if you truly are living a life by grace you don't want to do those sins that you've been doing you don't you're not your mind has been renewed to what's better so you don't want to go back and do those things that you did it's not a license to sin oh i'm covered by grace i can go ahead and steal this money you a thief (laughs) You better go see if, if, right. if it took. Right. I mean, did you allow Jesus in your heart for real? Right. If you can go ahead and, and do those things that you've always done, mm-hmm. you need to check if you really let him in mm-hmm. because you shouldn't be comfortable right. with doing things that you've done before that you knew were wrong. Mm-hmm. One per- type of person I cannot just deal with is a beat. Somebody that you constantly getting over on somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and and you always come out with the upper hand mm-hmm. by good or bad, mm-hmm. by deceit or or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and to me, that's just saying that's who you are. Now, if you call yourself being born again, but you can still con folks, you can still um, destroy people. Mm-hmm. So that you win, mm-hmm. not trusting in God to bring bring that victory to you, mm-hmm. but trusting in yourself and your deceitful ways. Right. Did it really take? Mm-hmm. Did you really allow Jesus into your heart? Right. Did you transform your mind to his way of thinking? Amen. Or are you still believing in self mm-hmm. to get everything that you feel mm-hmm. you should get? Depend on God. Absolutely. He will supply all your needs absolutely better than anything or anybody else ever could the little things you think about Mm -hmm. he got something so much better oh yeah you know (laughs) the little (laughs) concepts you come up with ask him right he got something so much better he made the idea whatever it is you think he created that years Mm -hmm. ago come on yes lord so you said as christians We understand that there was never a curse given in the New Testament for actions of disobedience or for missing the mark. Mm -hmm. Still, grace does not give us a license to sin just because we know we are forgiven. Mm -hmm. On the contrary, grace will motivate a man to live a godly lifestyle more than a thousand laws could ever do. With the freedom that grace provides, it will not cause a person to be inactive. Grace will push the believer to be more active, to pursue a deeper relationship with God, which is definitely what it's all about, Mm -hmm. relationship. Not because you have to, Mm -hmm. 
bet you but get to. Because you get to. And I think, and if you see, I think I got a footnote at the bottom of yes. that page of Steve McVeigh. Yes. And and I would recommend that book to anybody who wants to know more about grace, about being born again, because that book was awesome. And mm-hmm. I think some a uh, part of that came from him. Mm-hmm. But you're absolutely right. We 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 don't have to. Yeah. We get to. Yeah. We get to live this life. Absolutely. And when you look at it like that, no, it's not too yeah, hard. It's not, yeah. it's not hard it's at not all. It's not hard. It's My not man. hard. It's, 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 it's about relationship. It's about relationship. First and foremost. And if you have that with him, everything else will fall in place. Mm-hmm. And you say relationship. Mm-hmm. Even in the world, mm-hmm. or even you can be in a relationship of believers mm-hmm. you can be a relationship of two worldly people and when i say the world i'm just saying uh people who aren't born again i'm not right. saying right. um bad folks mm-hmm. or good folks i'm right. just saying people who aren't born again right but any relationship takes work mm-hmm. you does. know any in relationship i'm just being silly oh, <laughs> you know and like i said in between believers relationship takes work so why would you think that your relationship with the father shouldn't take work. should take some work <laughs> and not works in the meaning of you got to do stuff for him to love you you got to do this for god to do that i was hoping you got that <laughs> because there is this other thing i, I don't want to call it a stigma but there's there's this yep. other myth that as that believers believe that you've got to do this, that, and the third to stay in the good graces of God. Your works are not gonna get you in heaven. Nope. Your works is not what he's paying attention to. Because you can have just the darkest heart mm. and walk around doing goody goody stuff. Your works is not going to get you to where you want to be. And it's not going to make God love you any more than he loves you today. You can be, your work, it's not about your work. It's not. It sure isn't. It's about you being, you making the decision Mm -hmm. to be born again. Right. Right. And, and once you do that Mm -hmm. and renew your mind, you transfer and you, and, and when I say work at it, I don't mean do stuff for God. I mean work to renew yourself, to follow that process of getting better and getting the things of God because that's what he wants for you to get the most right here on earth, Mm -hmm. to get the best things that he can provide right here on earth. Not, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to go feed the homeless. Good. That's good. But I ain't getting you with him. Right. Okay. God, I did this, so you do that. No. Mm-mm. God's not going to love you any more than he does right now. Exactly. Your works is, and and that is another reason why folks feel it's too hard, mm-hmm. because they're mixing, again, the old covenant mm-hmm. with the new covenant. That's right. Of grace. The old covenant, which was the law, mm-hmm. say you do, 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 mm-hmm. and God will do, do, do. Mm-hmm. The new covenant said Jesus already did it. Already did it. There's nothing else for you to do but learn 
how to enjoy the things that I have prepared for you. Yes. That's all you have yes. to do is walk in the love of God and enjoy the thing and thank him for it and be grateful for it. Yes. You ain't got to go slaughter a bull and, and no, and walk in the purpose he has set forth for your life yes. with the understanding that your life is not your own. It's not your own. You were placed here for a reason and a purpose, and it is up to you to fulfill that for his glory. You it is job. not about you at the end of the day. Mm -mm. Your life is totally not about you. You have a job. Exactly. When he planted you in your mother's womb, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was to fulfill mm -hmm. this certain thing mm -hmm. or these certain things. Yes. And yes. you ain't one and done. It ain't done. just one and done. <laughs> no, it is not. No, we no. learned that too. It's not it's just not one, and, one done. and done. But to feel these certain things. And somehow, mm -hmm. sometimes we got we get lost. Yes. And that's what the tricks of the enemy, that's when, when you were created. He mm -hmm. was like, okay, let me see how I can distract him mm -hmm. or her. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what he has done. Mm -hmm. But when you find the things of God that's for you Absolutely. and you transform yourself and Absolutely. you get yourself into a church that teaches the word, yes. not teaches what I feel today, not teaches what society is says, right? Not teaches and play with your emotion and can I get a whoop whoop? <laughs> not that, but teach that word. <laughs> I fool with you. <laughs> teach that word and right. make you want to go and study it for yourself. It's absolutely, you know? absolutely. Yes, man. And, and I'm gonna get off on this about words because <laughs> we need to wrap it up. But the the one thing that I do want to drive home is that the good things that you do in this world, remember that only what you do for Christ will last mm -hmm. and make certain that the things that you do as far as changing the world for the better, just know that you're doing it and that it's because you've been empowered to do it. Yes, He's equipped you to do it, okay? Mm -hmm. let, your, let the things that you do come with the understanding that it's for the glory of God and that you get to do these beautiful, wonderful things to change the world. Yes, you're on assignment. Ladies and gentlemen, whether you realize it or not, and everybody's been appointed to do something mm -hmm. or some things yep. for His glory. Wanda, I, I just I'm so grateful for for your book, um, and I pray that that many will um, pick it up <laughs> and and just truly truly take a read. It, it is. It is an easy read. It's not it sounds any, like me, don't it? Yeah, it's not <laughs> any crazy legalese or nothing like you ain't gotta get the dictionary, you know, you, you gotta do that. But definitely, definitely it's filled with scriptures to back up everything that she stated. And it is truly a blessing. And it's not just for new believers. This is for veteran believers too. Because if you live long enough, you'll come across some folks that have been saved 50 years and they still babies in Christ. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would, you know, I would urge you that if you just want some understanding or you just want to get it from another perspective, please pick up. It's too hard to be saved. Who are you listening to by Dr. Wanda Hudson and Dr. Hudson? Uh, how can they get in touch with you? Um, well, one thing I want to do is, and I asked Angela, Dr. Kennel, if this was okay. Um, so 
I think I gave away <laughs> more books than I sold, which my intention or the purpose for me of writing this book is, was not to get rich. The purpose for me of writing this book, if I can help one person, mm-hmm. because when I was growing up in church, it was um, a lot of misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to know if it was too hard. But if you go on my website, becomingwanda.org, and you let and you purchase one book, I will send you two. So provide me with your address and the address of someone else, and I will uh, send out those books at fifteen ninety five. You go on, um, what did I say? becomingwanda.org, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you can follow me on Hudson Wanda Hudson on Facebook and Becoming Wanda on Instagram, and we can talk about the book there. Awesome! Thank you so much for coming on and discussing your book. It's always a pleasure. And, uh, you know, we have these conversations all the time, so this was (laughs) very, very easy to do. Uh, Thank you so much, um, Wanda. You even blessed Rod with the book, and and, uh, I know that he's going to just enjoy reading it, too. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for uh, joining me for Episode 16 of Spiritual Fortitude with Dr. Angela Kennel. And uh, we're just going to go before God and close it out. Father God, thank you so much for this wonderful, wonderful dialogue that we've had today. I pray that it has enlightened and hopefully um, changed minds of, of those that were listening for the better. Father God, we honor you. We give you all glory and praise. I want to lift up Dr. Wanda Hudson and her family in prayer. Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus over them and over everything that concerns them today, Lord. I plead the blood of Jesus over my family. I plead the blood of Jesus over our 102.6 a Situation family. And, Lord, I plead the blood of everything that concerns us today, Lord. It is all about you and for your glory, and we thank you for your covering, Lord. Thank you that we are Psalm 91 equipped. Yes, no evil can befall us, and no plague can come near our dwelling. So thank you for safety. Thank you for your love, and thank you for putting your super on our natural yes. Lord God, we know that we cannot function in this life this day by day. Things are changing and, and, you know, things are rapidly speeding up with what you've said in Revelation, Lord. And it's right before our eyes. And I just thank you for keeping us and allowing us to remember that we are not moved by what we see. We are moved by what you've promised. And your promises are valid and alive and well today. And, Father God, I will continue to honor you and praise your name until I breathe my last breath. Mm. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you so much. I am Dr. Angela Kennel. And remember these four things. Guard your heart. Protect your peace. Pack your patience. And most of all, walk in love. Amen. Until next time, take care. Shine. 